This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to RuPaul's Drag Rant, a subsidiary of Drag Her, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast available for you in the whole goddamn internet. We're talking about Drag Race World, aka the third episode of UK versus the World 2, aka Drag Race UK, aka one of 88 seasons currently happening right now. You're getting a rant because there just isn't enough time in the goddamn day to do full episodes. I hope you like it. I've been enjoying y'all chit-chatting with me online about these. UK versus the world, I would say the first two episodes, wow, they were good. This episode was not. This was, uh, as the scientists call, a, a bad episode of television. This is crazy. The chaos, the chaos is here. I I was hoping the chaos wouldn't happen, but the chaos is here officially. We've said goodbye to Arancha. What a sweetheart. We love that. But now we have to push on with this absolutely insane challenge, which I call a trap. To me, challenges like this are a trap. They need to create an immersive experience. They are, you know, picking their teams. There's obviously some drama on who's on whose team because people are already saying who's funny and who's not. Yeah, T. Kata Minaj is the is dynamite. Um, I, I unfortunately I don't mean that in terms of her performance style. I mean she's her energy will blow up brick walls. Um, it is crazy. So let's. They're talking about their past experiences. Chorisa competed in a similar challenge where no one won. That was funny. Man, season three of UK wasn't very good. Um, now they're talking. They're trying to figure out their interactive experiences. They're talking to RuPaul. RuPaul's poking holes. RuPaul's looking at the very tall La Grande and La Grande giving them ideas. We have a rehearsal scenario. Already in the rehearsal scenario, we got Michelle poking around. God, this episode was not very good. This episode starts with a boring rehearsal montage. And then when we see the real performance, again, it feels like a boring rehearsal 
montage. So a lot of drama happens in the meantime. Tia's trying to prove she's funny. Marina's a little insecure. This is all bullshit. Let's just watch these things. I'm confused because, okay, wait, it's runway first. Okay, we're going to have to chirp and burp the runway before we watch these stupid things. God damn it, Gothy Kendall doing bukkake jokes. Why did, Why was she safe today? Why was, why do they keep, they are so horny for her getting this redemption arc that they don't care that no one's having fun watching her. Yeah, I fucking said it. Let's get, let's, let's chirp and burp these runways. What do you say, fam? What do you think? Did, did you find this episode to be suspicious and weird and strange? We did see in the rehearsal scenario, the very weird, creepy thing of like, uh, uh-oh, brain fart. Uh-oh, I'm dead. I passed away. I'm in Tahiti. The Grand Dame stole a lot of the time and was not punished for it. Again, if you're thin, you can't be in jail. In RuPaul jail, there's no jail for skinny criminals. They can't do anything wrong. Um, there is some sweet touching moments about them talking about the LGBTQ plus community, especially in terms of attacks. The Grand Dame story was truly gutting and very sad. Um, I'm glad people are talking about it, especially this week when we are enduring, oh man, so much pain and torture in the world, including uh, the passing of Nex. Um, well, I just want to send a special shout out to my queers. Hang in there. For now, let's get back to stupidity by chirping and burping these looks, this is like a reveal yourself runway. Holy shit, Kim Petrus is here. Kim Petrus is fucking wonderful. Love her, love her, love her. And I'm so sorry she's gonna have to watch a mid lip sync to her own song in an hour from now. So first we've got La Granda and she is giving world piss. She's wearing a pageant dress that is absolutely stunning. And then somehow she wets herself and reveals that her crotch says world piss. What the fuck is happening here on this day? Again, I genuinely think if someone less pretty did this, they would be like, this is disgusting. Get off our fucking runway. Like, even when Alexis Michelle did her piss hog thing, <laughs> I think they were like, we don't get it. But this one, they're like, we love it. Will you piss on us, bitch? Um, I'll chirp it, even though I am confused. Oh my God, Chorisa May referencing one of the best episodes of the Simpsons television show in the whole world. Coke, the Chanel suit, the alterations, the Marge, the nakedness. Chorisa May, I'm gonna say gets a caca because anyone who stands Simpsons like this and then makes it drag and then makes it stupid with a big blue merkin, Fucking work, bitch. I love you so fucking much. Next, Tia Coffee giving, uh-oh, you better work. Suck up to RuPaul, work. Make a reference, work. Do make a thing that references RuPaul. Um, this is actually pretty goddamn good. Um, she did rip off the rap pretty early, I guess, because it was a piece of paper. But she references three RuPaul looks. And again, she does look lovely. I do think she's, her glow up is a real, it's a chirp. It's a chirp. She still walks a little bit like a giraffe, but it's a chirp. Oh my God, Marina Summers. Why do we keep taking Marina Summers out of the top, even though she could have been in the top? Because this was unbelievable. This lava goddess that then revealed into a fire goddess that has a diamond crown. They are like honestly on purpose being rude to her. And wouldn't it have been fun to see a lip sync by someone who has energy 
like especially for this Kim Petra song. Jesus Christ. No, instead we'll have two thin girls who just kind of like walking. Kata Minaj, um, giving a power suit to Tiny Ty to gorgeous, I gotta say, absolutely gorgeous, purple, evil goddess. This is a chirp. This is beautiful. Her looks are never the problem. It's her rotted little brain that's the problem. I don't know what the fuck she's thinking, but I do know for this thought, for this look, she was thinking, I'm pity. And it is, it's a chirp. Hanaconda giving the Pope into green Vegas gal. I kind of love this. I know the Pope outfit is like kind of corny, but the green Vegas gal is so stunning. I would have put her in the top two. I'm serious. I With Marina, I was like, I get why she wasn't in the top two, but I absolutely think Hannah should have been in the top two because she was funny. She was weird, especially with limited time. She was funny and weird. This is absolutely gorgeous. Kata, uh, uh, oh my God. Scarlett should not have been in the top two. Okay, John Burr's Blonde giving rainbow fantasy-ish into gold chain. This is beautiful. Everyone hates on John Burr's. I don't get the John Burr's hate. If you're like not loving John Burr's, will you like talk to me? Because I don't get it. I'm, I don't get it. I think she's fantastic. She's funny. She's beautiful. I, I get I get how she just like in the shuffle got pushed to the bottom, but also it was a classic crime of in Drag Race, never be selfless. She was selfless and she put up with someone else stealing her time and it always bites you in the ass when you're nice. Never be nice. This look is a chirp. Scarlet Envy giving absolutely unbelievable face and hair. This giant curly blonde updo is absolutely stunning. She opens up a jacket to reveal a tangerine dream. Why wasn't she wearing titties or hips? And why, oh my God, look at how up and down she is. Why isn't she wearing tits? And why isn't she wearing hips? And why did they have the nerve to say she won when this look is not complete? I'm so sorry. I love Scarlet Envy, but she's not wearing tits. She's not wearing hips. She looks like a Twizzler. And like the face, okay, the face and hair are some of the most beautiful shit I've seen in a while. But the body is wrong. BMW, bitch. What's happening? And you won? I'm sorry, but no. 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 Gothy Kendall um, giving, I'm a Barbie murderer in a Barbie basement. She's got this weird, um, I do love this look. I do love the baby titties. She said two things in the challenge. We'll get to it. She said two sentences in the challenge that were not funny and she's not being punished for it. This look is good. But again, I don't get why we keep protecting her from the bottom when she's barely here. She's like a iPhone at 10%. She's, she's so close to death and we just keep writing her until she's just going to expire. Um, it's a chirp. Her look's a chirp. It's cute. The hair is gorgeous. The 60s, the baby titties are unbelievable. And that's literally what saved her. Okay, after this, we're going to talk about this weird challenge and why everything was bad. But first, silence me. I feel like taking a break. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, 
complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Okay, we got our first challenge. We're back. Hi, everybody. Drag Her is covering Drag Race World, this interactive challenge where the girls have to design an interactive experience for Drag Race fans. This is a trick um, because they're like, is it drag enough? Is it branded enough? Is it fun enough? There's always some criteria that they will knock you on. No matter what they told you in the workroom, they will find a way to be like, uh, but it wasn't drag enough. Uh. The branding could have been stronger. Eh, you don't make any sense, Kata Minaj. So first was this world tour Glamazonian Airways thing. We got Kata Minaj truly uh, having a psychological break um, in front of the cameras. Man, this sucked. Um, it, it wasn't very funny. I do like her. I like how weird her brain is because it harkens back to a simpler time in Drag Race where um, you could win a challenge by being Jada Sofia and saying Aisha Palante. But unfortunately, those days might be gone. Um, 
I don't know. For some reason, Rue was not charmed by this, um, you know, this episode, this hereditary style break from reality. And when she explained it later on the runway, LOL, where she was like, drag is art and art is painting and painting is catamorphosis. Um, and RuPaul said, right. Next, we have Marina Summers giving Philippines. She's cute and adorable. It wasn't particularly hilarious, but it was cute and adorable. She gets, she again said two sentences. Um, it was fine. Marina, it's fine. You're my favorite, so it's fine. You don't have to be that perfect. She had two funny lines. Tia Coffee absolutely wins in this group. She is clearly the top. Uh, she's clearly the best one this week. She's being funny. She has good jokes. She's making fun of herself. She's roasting her hideous looks from season two. Yeah, I get why Tia won. In the next one, we got... We have John Burrs and Hannah Conda, and theirs is a theme park. Okay. La Grande Dame is uh, there in France. She's being Jean-Paul Gaultier. She's also being Karl Lagerfeld. This doesn't make any sense, and it wasn't funny, but man, she's skinny. Next, Hannah Conda was funny and weird, and just showing her teeth can get such a laugh. Also, releasing the bird to not fly. Very funny and should have put her in the top two. And again, she had no time. John Burrs, I get that they wanted more from her. It was it was only okay. I get that. Kim Petras reference, interesting. They seem to have known that Kim Petras was coming, but they didn't include the footage that got them excited. Interesting. Yeah, John Burrs wasn't great. Was she the absolute worst? I don't know. No, I think the bottom for me would have been Goofy Kendall and Keita. Because John Burr's, this is very safe to me. There was a clear point of view. There was references to her past. I, it was not amazing, but it wasn't bad. Ah! Next, we have the winning group. <laughs> LOL. We got Scarlett. They're doing a, a, a experience that is Drag Race. That is the world of Drag Race. Scarlett Envy is sort of the MC. And it has three things. They go into the workroom, they lip sync for the world on the stage, and they untuck. Got it. And RuPaul fucking loved that they had a list. So apparently, so if you have a list before your unfunny challenge, you can win. Congrats. Um, Gothi Kendall does her a terrible bit with the, that's one sentence long. That's not funny. That's a reference to her to the RAR thing. Okay, branding. But she says two lines again at. 5% energy, and then they're like, we fucking loved it. You're fucking genius, dude. And then Scarlet Envy looks stunning, but again, do you win the challenge for creating a well-ordered bullet point list? Like, I did not laugh at this. I'm so confused. Chorisa, I liked, because Chorisa, I think, brought her weirdness to this challenge to the Untucked Lounge, Again, this is so weird to me that this was their favorite because it was a coherent list. But I don't want to go to this interactive experience. I, that's stupid. It's the show. I feel like in the past you you get punished for just doing the show on the show. Remember when Valentin, Tina, and Nina got punished for doing – like they were like, we wrote a pilot that is Drag Race show. And they were like, no. That what the fuck are you doing? Why would why would you create a thing that is the show you're on? They got punished for it. This one, they're like, we fucking love it. Your interactive experience was the show you're already on and created and was uncreative in every way. We fucking love it. You're the winner. 
So now for some insane reason, the top two is Scarlet and Tia. Again, Tia earned Scarlet question mark. There is something weird. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? I really enjoy Scarlet Envy, but this was not the win for me. It really distracted me. And now it's put a sour taste in my fucking mouth for this entire season. I don't like fake tops. That's... <laughs> That's not, I'm not talking about my grinder profile. I don't like when the, I feel the show telling me someone's in the top when they're not. No, no. To quote Michelle Visage, no. Um, and then they're all pleading for their goddamn lives. Scarlet Envy. And again, in Scarlet Envy and uh, when Scarlet Envy and Tia Coffee come out for their lip sync, wow, gorgeous queens. In fact, Scarlet looked better because she had hips when she was lip syncing. You're supposed to wear hips. Um, and then the lip sync was very mid. Jesus Christ. What a fun, amazing song. Kim Petras. Um, uh, what's this song called? World Stop Now. Yeah. Um, let the music stop. Let the music go. You're more than just anybody. I don't know the name of the song, but um, it's a fucking great song. And these girls, to quote Tia, Give an adequate performance with walking, lip movement, and more hair. Um, man, I was really bummed that this lip sync was so meh and that we keep getting the winner, you know, Scarlet Envy keeps dropping to her knees like a prostitute. Um, I'm so sorry, but man, could you imagine if Marina could have done this lip sync? Wowie zowie. Um, yeah, man. This wasn't my favorite. I think it was just that thing of like, the song is so pussy and this lip sync was kitty cat. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, wow. The first bad episode of UK vs. the World season two. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? This episode was not for me. And uh, unfortunately, with Scarlett winning, she decides it's time to send home. John Burr's gutting, terrible. I would have sent home Keita because um, uh, she's in the middle of an acid trip or a, uh, uh, a, a hyper-religious episode where she's seeing colors and lights and unable to communicate in sentences that make uh, any sense. So I would, honestly would have sent home Keita from this. Eh, I get it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hard and fast on that. Keita does have a win under her belt. Ugh, it's a sad, sad day. John Burr's goes home and she's like, fuck, man. I made it to the finale last time. This is fucking dog shit. Well, that's all we have for this week's RuPaul's Drag Rant. I'm Mono Gapian. If you like this, please tell your friends. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us at Drag Rant Podcast on Instagram. And please comment the truth. Am I crazy? Am I correct or am I crazy? Um, tell me what you think about this episode. <sighs> Till next time, my dears. Let the music play. was a HeadGum original.